Welcome to Little Things, your weekly friend meet cute with me, Coastly Cummings. It's cozy time. Hosted by me, Coastly Cummings. And I am recording not in my closet today, but on my bed under a giant blanket. And it's a little hot. <laughs> Something something funny happens when you move abroad oh i don't know if it's just the time we're in but it's just i don't know i've just noticed this weird phenomenon i don't know if it like i said if it's just the time right now with like COVID stuff and things are kind of weird but lately i've had so many people asking me if i'm okay like but not in a normal voice like in that one kind of voice where it's like are you okay are you really okay? You know, and it's like, what do you do when someone asks you that? I am totally okay. I think it was a little bit of a bumpy summer and it's a big transition living in a new country and navigating everything that comes with that. But I feel like I'm doing pretty good. And so it's this weird, bizarre moment where you're talking to someone and they're asking this question but you feel like it's a very loaded question and depending on who it is they may or may not know if you are okay or aren't depending on how close you are normally um so there's that layer there but (laughs) it's just i don't know how to navigate that like I also think it's a bit of something that happens with like social media too, right? Like we assume so much about people based on what we see of them online or what we don't see of them online. So if things are more quiet, then we may wonder something's happening or the opposite. Like if they're usually quiet and then they're posting a ton and maybe I don't know, like the types of things that they're posting, like you wonder, you know, you just fill in the blanks like, oh, they're posting about this because they feel this way about this. But really, we see so little of the whole picture. Anyway, kind of an interesting thing that I've been, I'm like, is there something wrong with the way I look right now? Like why are people asking if I'm okay? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, But I'm doing well. I don't know if anyone else has been experiencing that um i mean i think it's something that people that are close to you you know can ask you know instead of just saying oh i'm fine i'm good it's like how are you doing like so what's and then they ask more specific questions or you do that to people that you love just trying to get a little bit deeper talking about things but i don't know it's just curious i'm not really sure how to respond with that a few fun topics today let's take a little break and then we'll come back and talk about linen sheets. Okay, so I bought linen sheets after thinking about it for like 10 years (laughs) and researching and reading way too much, wire cutter, blogs, uh, podcasts, listening. Whenever people would talk about linen, linen sheets, I'd be like, ooh, 
tell me more like because they're an investment set of sheets right they usually are a couple hundred dollars for a fitted and a flat sheet some pillowcases and i was like do i i mean i love linen clothes i love the way they look i love how cool they are i love the way they um i was gonna say the way they look again i love the way they look <laughs> um and i love shopping for linen jumpsuits and skirts and shorts and tops on Etsy so much. And then I'm always eyeing, oh, and I have like linen scrunchies and tea towels for my kitchen. Um, but I'm always checking out sheets too. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can, uh, I don't know. Cause they're like $300, two to $300. But it was our 14th wedding anniversary this last April. And I was like, I'm doing it. I'm going to order some linen sheets. We're going to try this. It's been 10 years. So I'm just going to go for it. And they are nice, <laughs> but they don't blow me away. I love the way linen looks on a bed and it tends to get a little more wrinkled and I don't iron, like I don't iron. So they get a little wrinkled. I think I knew they weren't gonna be as soft as, for example, my Egyptian cotton sheets or like any kind of Jersey cotton, something like that that's just so soft. But I love like a crisp sheet. And these are that. I would consider them more, rather than soft, they feel clean and crisp to me. And I love the way they look. But I don't feel like bowled over by my linen sheets. And maybe that's because I bought like cream ones. And in my deepest part of my heart, I wanted kind of like a pale blush color of linen sheets. I think that'd be so beautiful. And I just I just didn't do it. I just was like, no, we'll do cream. I like to change, you know, the other parts of the bedding. But maybe I should just gone with my gut and gotten the blush pink. I don't know, though. Like, I don't know. I'm like, I, I, and maybe there was a couple of other issues with the Etsy shop that I bought from. I really like the quality of the sheets and stuff. I just am learning how to import things I buy and trying to factor in the cost of import taxes. And so they ended up being considerably more than I thought because of the import taxes and and having to do that sort of like ah it kind of bummed me out because they were already investment and then I had to pay more after they were shipped to Korea. And I was like, oh I wish I would have known. I probably would have reconsidered and or tried to find some in person here in Korea or just waited till I was in America and bought them in person and brought them back. But yeah, it's kind of funny how there's certain home home items that we think about and we want to try and they sort of like, you know, you don't need them, but you kind of want to try it. And then when you do, it's like, okay, all right. Um, it's all right. Like it's not going to change my life or anything, but I'm happy to have them and use them and I think they'll I think they'll last for a long time too um I try to air dry them and that's supposed to make them last a little longer I don't put them in the dryer but I'm so curious if you have tried linen sheets linen pillowcases what you think if it's worth the hype <laughs> hype it's I mean linen is a classic material there's not, it's not like a lot of hype but I do feel like it has been a bit rediscovered um kind of trendy but, I mean, I've always been a fan of linen clothes 
and I love the way they fall and I love the way they look, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, I want more of that texture in other parts of my house, but I don't know. Maybe I just shopped at the wrong Etsy shop or I don't know. Please share your recommendations of where you get your linen sheets. If you just get them on Amazon, if you get them, I don't know if like Parachute sells them or whatever these other bedding lines are. Um, but please let me know. Email me. Uh, my email address is going to be in the show notes, or you can leave me a message on Instagram at Pod Little Things. But I'm just really curious. I'm really curious if I missed the mark, but with where I bought them, or if there's something else to be I should be looking for with linen sheets, or if that's just what they are, and the expectation needs to be need to needs to be that they're not like super soft. Okay, let's take another little break, and we'll be back. I want to talk about crying (laughs) crying actually specifically books that can help us cry um i recently read something that made me ball my eyes out ball my eyes out like i haven't cried that hard for a really long time since last actually i can remember last january I got a massage at a place here in Seoul, in Dongdaemun, and it was like not a typical massage. It was more of stretching and like pressure points and like deep tissue like near your pressure points. Um, and I have really tight hip flexors. And I think from having kids, like just like my pelvic bones and hips and thighs and hamstrings like get super tight so anyway in that massage somehow when she was massaging and putting pressure like near my hip flexors it was like bananas and i just was like bawling (laughs) just weeping on and so i cried for like 45 minutes of the hour-long massage and she just kept saying are you okay like, are you okay? You stop it. I'm like, no, it's okay. Like, it kind of hurt, did hurt, but it's like releasing all this pressure. But I do think in our bodies, we kind of hold stress and our anxieties and fears, like in different parts of our body. And mine, some of that is like in my hips. And so when I get like deep tissue massages, it's like, releasing I don't know it's weird but anyway I like bald it was like going to therapy or something it was a really amazing experience and I felt the massage was awesome and I didn't have any back pain for like a couple weeks after it anyway I haven't cried that long r- cried that hard in a long time and until I read Hamnet and if you haven't heard of Hamnet I hadn't either but I kind of had seen it around people posting pictures of it on Instagram the cover is beautiful. It's like an embellished capital H. I love a good book cover. I totally judge a book by, by its book cover. And I put it on hold and it still took me like eight weeks to get it on Libby. Um, but, oh, it was so worth the wait. Um, I don't want to give... I don't know if you're like me. I actually... <laughs> is this a good... Is this even a good rundown? Because I don't even like to give like... Um, synopsis of a book because I actually don't going into a book I like to know nothing about it nothing I don't even read the back cover flap nothing I don't want to know anything about it before getting into it I totally judge it by its cover or by someone saying like this is good try it I think you'll really like it it's kind of 
I bet most people are not like that. But I feel like even reading the cover, the back cover, or knowing it's about this or this makes you go in with certain expectations or assumptions about what it will be like. And I kind of want you to read Hamnet and not have any of that. Because at least for me, I didn't know. I mean, I had assumptions about what it was kind of going to be based on the cover and what it's called. But I was so blown away by how beautiful it was and interesting and funny and tender and um, sad and I don't know, it was just really thought-provoking for me. And um, yes, I loved it. So I highly, highly recommend. And if you need a good cry, that's a good one. <laughs> um, maybe people don't cry when they read it. I don't know. But I cried for like an hour and a half when I read it. Like I couldn't stop crying. Another book that's a good cry book is Lincoln and the Bardo. And what's another good book for a cry? I mean, Bridge Over Tyrethia? Come on. Just read that to my boys this summer and I was weeping. I have not read that since I was a teenager or seen the movie, which the movie did not hold up to the book. It never, I mean, it rarely does, but it really doesn't. Because reading this again, I was like, oh my gosh, this book is incredible. Um, but it's definitely, definitely tearjerker. So those are my three that I can think off of the top of my head. I always have others, but I either can't think of them or don't want to talk about them because they make me too sad. <laughs> but I would love to hear what your, you know, favorite books are that make you cry. I mean, I think there's a time and a place for certain books. And sometimes, it, you know, rereading books, you know what you're going to get into. Or reading a new book, you don't always know. But I would love to hear your recommendations for books that, you know, can be a little cathartic and help you processing. I mean, Okay, I just thought of another one. I'm going to add a fourth. When breath become, comes air, of course, I have to add that. But please send me <laughs> the titles of your books. Favorite books that kind of make you want to cry. I'm not trying to make anyone sad, but sometimes it's good to just like get it out. Okay, let's take another break and I'll be back with a little eyelash update. I mentioned in episode 50, the last one, that I had started using Grande Lash to grow my eyelashes. It's like an eyelash serum. You you draw it on right above your top eyelash line every night. And after a few weeks, you're supposed to see longer eyelashes, thicker eyelashes, that kind of stuff. And it has it really has worked. My eyelashes are thicker and longer than they were before. I actually don't have a huge update because I can never remember to put it on. If I'm too tired at night, I'm just like, ah, whatever. I'll just give my eyes a break and not put it on. I love it. My, uh, I, I was wondering if if I didn't use it consistently, like, like I missed five days or something, would the eyelashes start falling out? Would I notice that it didn't, you know, would, would anything change? And I have to say, like, so far, they're maintaining. Even when I'm not using it every day or even when I'm just using it like once a week, it's still maintaining. So shout out to Grande Lash for still working and I love it. 
it's just this little fun thing that I'm like, oh, that looks nice. That's an improvement. <laughs> Thanks so much to, for listening to the little things. Um, please follow along, subscribe to the podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Paul Little Things, on Facebook at Paul Little Things Private Facebook Group, or on Twitter, Paul Little Things.